0: Welcome to Emruns Podcast, episode number 38. This is your host, Suman Silwal.
1: With what happened to me, I I feel like having a positive attitude, prayer.
0: Visit emruns.com to listen to our previous podcast shows, links to our social media channels, and more. I'd like to welcome Lori Riggles to M Run's Podcast. Lori, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing very well, thank you very much.
0: Have you recovered from New York City Marathon? I have. So how long does it usually take for you to recover from a marathon? Was, what marathon number was that for you?
1: Actually, that was my first marathon. So I have um, nothing to compare it to. I have done half marathons and other races But um, my recovery went um, very quickly, I believe.
0: At the beginning, whenever I used to run a marathon, it, it used to take me longer. Now I go week by week, and <laughs> it depends how hard I race. So my recovery is different. But there's a different recovery for different people and different distance of races you do. Talk about running. Uh, can you tell us about your running journey? How did you start running? You said uh, New York City was your first marathon. Just tell us how you start running, and, and then you went to distance running. and how, how did you start?
1: Well, when I was in eighth grade and I was living in Wyoming, I had to run a mile during a physical education class. And when we ran the mile, um, I noticed that I enjoyed running at that moment. And I had a large smile on on my face. And my PE teacher at the time said, you either need to run a marathon or join my track team. So I signed up for the track team. And I've been a runner ever since.
0: So you've been a, almost a lifetime runner. That's what we call it. So not, not like a m- lot of us, you know, we found running. What was the distance you used to run in a cross-country track team? You don't go farther than like three miles or something like that, correct? Correct.
1: And I, um, I was in a variety of races because I was willing to run in any race I was placed in. So I ran everything from hurdles to half-mile Uh, the half mile and um, I also participated in relay teams. I basically did what I was asked to do because I enjoyed all of the races.
0: So all of that what was your favorite distance?
1: Um, At the time it was the half mile race when I was in high school. And as I matured, I realized that I enjoyed long distance running. I started um, running long distances from the time I was 14
0: on. Did you run college as well or just only high school?
1: I only participated in on the track team in high school but I ran for recreation throughout um college and basically my whole life.
0: Yeah, you're a lifetime runner so I can tell. <laughs> That's good. So as you increase your distance, um, what was the furthest distance did you go? I guess you just ran a half marathons up to half marathons or did you go any like a marathon? New York was the first one now. So so how was your distance wise?
1: Well, I would run um, on my own for um, beyond the half marathon, but I only participated in half marathon races and 5Ks and 10Ks up
0: until this point. Do you still do that distance and uh, are you pretty competitive on, on those distance, or are you just go recreation as well?
1: I um, enjoy all types of running, so I would say I enjoy all of them.
0: Definitely. Uh, Lori, uh, can you tell us about uh, how was your training for New York City Marathon?
1: Well, I would train um, six days a week. I would take one day where I would walk, and I would do a long run on Sundays, um, and that was usually anywhere from nine to 20 miles. um, That varied a bit. And then during the week, I would do four to six miles, I would do a aerobic runs. And some days I would do easy runs. And often with my training, I would do um, quarter miles at a 5k pace or um, those types of things. So get ready.
0: so the, for the weekly miles, you say you ran six days a week, correct? So for correct. the weekly miles, how, how was your weekly mile, mile like?
1: Um, I would run anywhere from 35 to 40 miles a week.
0: That's pretty pretty good. But uh, running at six days a week, uh, were you worried that you're going to have a running injuries kind of thing or you're okay with it? Did you do any cross training in between in those times or – or you only ran?
1: Well, in the beginning, I only ran. Um, when after my accident, I did a bit of cross training to try to strengthen myself.
0: Definitely. Talk about um, accident. Uh, you had a pretty bad accident. Uh, we read about your your uh, accident and we heard about it and we prayed for you. And uh, we'd like to know how was it? What what happened? And then and then we'll discuss a little bit more. Talk about your recovery process.
1: Um, I was struck by a truck on April seventeenth and I was close to my home um, on Hickory Grove Road and in Raymer, Alabama. I was running. Um, this was a Sunday, and I was completing my long run. And I don't recall any of the details of the accident. I was. I don't have any memory of being of the impact. I was life lighted to the hospital and I was in a coma for five days. I had multiple injuries and fractures. I have numerous injuries um, on the right side of my body and I had to work through a lot of physical, occupational and cognitive therapy during this time period.
0: That sounds like a major accident. And coming out of that accident and running a New York City marathon, is just amazing that you have done. So as you went through the the process, getting out of accident and trying to think about running a marathon, when did you decide you want to go to run a marathon, still want to go to run a marathon? I know your brother Chris was talking about that you may not go this year, um, but you you went ahead and decided to go ahead.
1: Well, I was in a wheelchair and... I was released from Spain Occupational Physical and Cognitive Therapy, and I was in a wheelchair coming in from the hospital, and I didn't know if I would be able to walk again or not. I looked down on my lap, and my phone was ringing, and it was Michael Rogers from the New York Roadrunners calling to check on me. He had heard news of my accident, and it was after I talked to him that I decided I w- decided that I would run in the marathon. Even though at that point I didn't know if I would be able to walk again, I decided at that moment that I would do everything I could to get to that marathon.
0: So uh, when did you start training for a marathon after that moment?
1: On June 1st, I was allowed to walk, and I learned to walk again. And in the middle of June... I ran my first four hundred meters and it, it took between thirty minutes and an hour to run that four hundred meters. Hmm. And at that point I knew even though I was very slow and I had a lot to work through, if if I could do that, I could run the marathon on in November.
0: And um as a as a lifetime runner to be in that stage and and running still going back and running, it probably felt really great for you. Even though it was slow,
1: it did, and even even when I learned to walk again, I was so grateful that I was actually able to walk again that I knew if if I could walk eventually I would run again
0: that's that's so great yeah I, I usually so one of my lines for Facebook is I may not run tomorrow, but today's not the day, so I think that's that's what kind of you you had it in your mind saying, as long as I can walk, I can run yes. After that 400-meter uh, run, as you progress through, how was the progress? How long did it take you to get back to almost a full speed? I don't know if you're full speed now or not, but almost a full speed.
1: On July 18th, which is my son's birthday, I started the New York Runners um, virtual training plan. And so that was the day that I started my training. That was the 18-week plan, and I submitted um, my information. So I basically started from the beginning. At that point, I was walking, running very slowly and as much as I could, but I still had a lot of uh, physical therapy to work through. But I started the training on that day, and I completed it each day. I didn't miss a day, even though it was much slower than I was used to. I was grateful to have that plan, and I believe that it helped me in my recovery as well.
0: So, Lori, as, as you got close to New York City Marathon, how was it for you? You, you? you think or you thought that you were going to be ready and prepared to line up at the New York City Marathon, or you still had some doubt?
1: I knew somehow during my training that I would make it to the New York City starting line, and I knew somehow that I would complete that marathon no matter how long it took. I was willing to work hard. I was willing to persevere through my pain and my rehabilitation. And an important component too is that I refused to give up. I knew that it would take a lot of work to get to that starting line, but I was willing to put in whatever work was needed In order to do that,
0: for this whole time that you're that you're training, you're not using any crutches or anything like that. You're just on your two legs and running, correct?
1: Correct. I went from a wheelchair to a walker to walking with with without the use of a cane or crutches.
0: And yeah, man, such a short period of time. I've heard that being a runner and the physique of a runner it helps to recover faster, and you have proved that.
1: I was told by um, many of the medical staff who have worked with me that because I was a runner and I was in good shape from that, it helped me recover as quickly as I did. And I also believe it was due to the prayers of so many. I was very grateful for those prayers, and I believe that made a difference in my recovery as well.
0: definitely. Let's go a little bit further on your journey to cross New York City Marathon. Tell us how it like when you arrived in New York I, I'm sure you're ready all the all the pain and suffering you had to go through to get to that point, and then now you're there finally. How did it feel like?
1: I was excited to be there, and I was grateful to Everyone who helped get me there, the therapist, the medical staff, prayers of so many, and even my students who I felt were very helpful in getting me to that point. I I felt amazed that I had gotten there and a bit emotional about it because I didn't know for sure in the beginning if I would ever be able to walk, let alone run again. And I was so grateful to be there and thankful.
0: Just being in New York City and doing during that New York City Marathon weekend is just exciting. And and your stories has just made, made it much bigger for you and everybody else who followed it. Uh, tell us about the marathon day. Tell us uh, your 26.2 journey now.
1: I woke up and um, we rode the buses to Staten Island, And that was, um, it was beautiful to watch the sun rising and to see the sights of New York from, from that view also. And then when I got to the starting line, I was, I was emotional. I was so amazed that I had gotten there because I had come so far and I was so grateful to be there. And the marathon itself was wonderful. It, I, was amazed at the bridges and the exuberance of the people watching. The New Yorkers who came out to view the marathon were so supportive, and it was just an amazing journey.
0: Lori, as you're going through streets of New York City, were there any points that you thought you're not going to make it, or you knew that regardless, you're going to cross that finishing line?
1: Well, I... particularly remember mile 18. Um, so many thoughts of my accident prior to running in the marathon um, began crossing my mind. And I ran through the, as I ran through the crowds of people at mile 18, I had thoughts of being struck by the truck in April and it had caused my training to take on such a magnitude of effort that I could only look back in the astonishment that I was actually running the marathon and I had gotten to mile 18. And it was at that moment that I noticed the effects of the surgeries on my body. I, the pelvis reconstruction surgery and the broken parts of my back and the countless muscles that wouldn't function properly because I, I felt like I could feel those, um, muscles at that point. And I was just aware of that and just my overall pain at my 18 caused me to reflect on what I had been through and it it seemed to me that every single muscle in my body at that moment ached beyond comparison to any other moment in my life as a runner but then it was at that moment that i forced myself to push through the pain and i remembered the triumphs and i remembered the physical, occupational, and cognitive therapy that i'd had to work through, I remembered the people who had prayed for me. I remembered the training program that I'd followed, and even though my pace was slower than it used to be, I reflected on the fact that i I was uncertain after my accident that I would be able to walk again, let alone run again and I remembered that it was always my goal to run. The New York City Marathon. So I was determined to complete that no matter what. And I remembered my own children and my family and my sixth grade students who I wanted to inspire to reach their goals, no matter how difficult and overwhelming it might seem to be. So I knew at that moment, if I completed mile 18 successfully, that I would push through and complete the marathon. And I knew that I had worked too hard and accomplished too many small goals and endured too many physical challenges since my accident to stop running at mile 18. And I knew I would push through that and finish the marathon.
0: Wow, what a great story. Thank you. So as you crossed the finishing line after about eight months of your accident, how did you feel overall journey? we start our running journey differently to the finishing line of a marathon. Yours took so many turns and you finally arrived to that finishing line and got that. you got that medal. How did it feel?
1: I felt triumphant and I believed when I crossed that finish line that work ethic and perseverance and never giving up were important principles that had gotten me there.
0: Definitely. So as you Look forward from the experience that you have and uh, what you have gone through. What are you looking forward for now?
1: Well, I just found out recently that on the one year anniversary of my accident, which I was struck on April 17th, 2016, and on April 17th, 2017, I will be running for the New York Roadrunners team for kids and I will be running the Boston Marathon. I'll be there. Wonderful.
0: That's so great. So have you started training for Boston now?
1: I just started training because I just recently was given this news and I realized when I started training on Monday of this week that the the journey that I would would take from today um, to Boston, Will be just another step in my running journey that I started on April seventeenth, two thousand and sixteen.
0: Definitely. Do you uh, think the runner in you has woken up now to run another marathon and go through this journey?
1: yes, i I feel like I've accomplished um one of my goals, and I plan to make more.
0: Definitely. Lori, I have heard you several times talk about New York City Roadrunner uh, through this interview. Looks like they're very supportive of you, your journey. Tell us about uh, what is your relationship, how they're supporting, how they're helping you.
1: I have run in 43 states, and New York is my favorite place to run. While I was visiting New York City with my family, I overheard someone talking about the New York Roadrunners which is a community running organization, which served all runners throughout the United States. So I joined the organization. And after my accident, um, the New York Roadrunners' Google alert um, caught the attention of Michael Rogers, who is the vice president of Development and philanthropy for the New York Roadrunners. And he was the one who called check on me when I was being, at the moment, I was being wheeled in from the hospital in my wheelchair. He had read my story and Heard about my accident, and he actually called me when I was coming home from the hospital. And after talking with him, I decided that I would do everything I could to compete in the marathon, whether it be walking or running just a bit. And the New York Roadrunners have followed my story, and when I was in New York City, they asked me to carry out the first flag in the New York City Marathon opening ceremony um, during the Parade of Nations. Wow, and they also selected me for um, the Team Spirit Award for the for their organization team for kids. So I received that award when I was in New York City. They've been very supportive, and I'm very grateful to be a part of that organization.
0: Sounds like uh, they're really supportive to your journey, Lori. As you know, most of us day in and day out, we out running on the street. Road, there are cars everywhere. From your experience, what kind of advice can you give runners out there for for their own safety, so that they don't have to go through what you have gone through?
1: Well, I would make sure that you are aware of your surroundings at all times, and also I feel that runners should be aware that accidents happen, drivers can get distracted, so you just need to be aware and follow this safety rules of wearing bright clothing, running to face oncoming traffic, and make sure that you can hear. Um, it's often tempting to use um, music to run, but just make sure that you are very aware of your surroundings and you can hear um, precautions from your environment. And accidents happened. I've I followed all, all those rules, and unfortunately, I was in an accident. But I think it's important too to remember that even if something unforeseen happens to you, you can persevere and with strength and with hard work you can pull yourself to a better place.
0: Definitely. Lori, as we're closing this interview, do you have any word of advice to runners out there?
1: With what happened to me, I I feel like having a positive attitude, prayer, and persevering through the difficult times and my work ethic has pushed me through in order to complete the New York Marathon. And I feel like the prayers of so many people have helped me through what I've been through. I also feel that determination to reach your goal, no matter how difficult or overwhelming it seems, is highly important.
0: Sounds like great word of advice. And I'm uh, looking forward to following up on your journey and seeing you at uh, Boston Marathon, if not early.
1: Thank you so much. And it, was, it was great to talk with you and talk about my journey with you.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Emberon's podcast. If you're an iTunes user, please rate, review, and subscribe to our channel.